I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no. Hey guys, welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. Today we're going to wrap up our series. It's been a long series, guys, I know. Uh, we are in part seven of this series, talking about different cults and world religions. And I know this may not be the most interesting and enthusiastic podcast series, uh, believe me, but I do think it's very beneficial. Um, I know some of my students, and I've had even some parents talk about these other religions or other beliefs or why Christianity versus some of these other ones. So that's why I felt it was important. Let's do a little uh, brief summary of some of the world's biggest religions um, and belief systems and then talk about Christianity and how that compares and, and what's the big deal in the end, right? So that's why I've been doing this series, guys. So thanks for, for tuning into the series. And again, we're wrapping it up. Um, and it's only proper that we finish the series with Christianity. All right, since I'm a Christian and this is a Christian podcast, we're going to talk about Christianity, which may be a little weird because if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely a Christian, but maybe you're not a Christian. Maybe you're, you're curious or maybe you're not real sure um, about some of the different beliefs. Again, we're not going into super detail because we would be here for ages if I'm talking about all the details and the ins and outs of Christianity. So this is going to be the highlights, of course, throughout the year uh, and seasons of the podcast. We'll talk about more details, more specifics of different uh, maybe core beliefs or pillars of Christianity. But today is going to be just that, that big overview when looking at other religions. What are the key beliefs of Christianity versus these other ones? So that's the intro to the podcast. Guys, let me just take a moment to say this. Thank you for those of you that are that are dedicated to listening to this podcast, and thank you for those that have left reviews. Thank you for those that share the podcast. Again, that's how the podcast grows. That's how it reaches other people, is by you, the listener, sharing it. So please continue to do that. All right, so let's hop into it. Christianity. What's the big deal? Where did it actually come from? Well, Christianity claims that they're the beginning, right? They believe in the one God that created the universe, the one God that has always been in existence. So this one God, this triune God, I will call him because it's belief in one God, but yet that one God is three persons, okay? So you have God the Father, you have Jesus, which is sometimes called the Son of God, and then you have the Holy Spirit. So you have those three separate persons, but yet make the one true God, which, yes, our brains kind of hurt trying to think about that, and I don't think we can ever fully grasp that, but that is the one God that, that Christianity believes in. And it's also known as the Trinity. So if you ever hear that word Trinity, I know some claim, well, that word is not in the Bible, but the elements of the Trinity, okay? So maybe that is a man-made word that is given to the elements of the God, the three parts, right? So God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So that is the one God, the one God that created the universe. So you go back to the beginning of, of time, which there is no really beginning because God's always been in existence. Again, the, the brain hurts trying to think about that. But at some point, God did speak into existence the heavens, the earth, the stars, 
you know, humans, all that. So that is the creation story. Again, we're not going to go into super detail, but there's the creation story where God speaks these things into existence over the course of six days. And then on the seventh day, he rests. Well, in those six days, um, along with the heavens and earth and water and, and life form and all that, he creates man. He creates Adam and he creates Eve. So that's the first human beings that he creates. All right, so that's kind of the creation story. Well, to kind of keep going on with where Christianity came from and the, the origins of it, I'm going to tell a little bit more before we kind of, you know, uh, veer off and, and get into a broader sense. So Adam and Eve created in the Garden of Eden. Now, in the Garden of Eden, you had all these wonderful things, and God gave Adam and Eve free reign minus one in particular item, he said, do not eat. He said, do not eat the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Everything else is good to go. Well, Adam and Eve seemed pretty content with that until Satan comes along. So Satan, also known as the devil, shows up in the form of a serpent and talks to Adam and Eve and and ultimately convinces them to eat from this, uh, this tree, claiming that they will be like God and that God didn't want them to be like him. And that's what he was holding back. You know, anyways, got their curiosity. Anyways, they wound up eating this fruit and immediately new things were different, right? So they go into hiding. God comes, you know, asking them questions. They kind of try to blame each other, the blame game. But ultimately what happens in this story, again, we're not going to go into all the details, but humankind, mankind, now is sinful. This is where sin has entered the world. Before that, sin wasn't in the world. And man, mankind, had a perfect relationship with God, the creator. But now that man has sinned, There is now separation. So now the perfect holy God is now separated from humankind because humankind has now sinned. And ever since then, uh, people have continued to sin, doing wrong things, okay, doing things against God's will, God's desire, uh, making mistakes. And we're we're not going to go down that path, but... Let me veer back to kind of where Christianity comes from, okay? So that's kind of the belief, and that's where man comes from. That's where uh, creation comes from. Well, then God uses um, this people group as Adam and Eve continue to populate the earth, and then he uses these Hebrew people to, to kind of get God's message out there to the rest of the world as the world continues to populate. Um. You have this, and and all this is traced in the Old Testament, okay, which brings me to kind of the core beliefs of of Christianity, because now I'm going to start kind of getting into more of the belief systems and what's important about Christianity maybe versus other religions. Um, So that's going to kind of wrap up, to some extent, the history, the origins of Christianity, although we're going to still talk a little bit about the Old Testament before we get into the New Testament, and I'm going to explain what those are right now. So, Christians have what they call the Bible. I'm sure you've heard of it, okay? So, that is their book of faith. That is the book that they believe in. Now, what they believe about this particular book is that it was, or is, the inspired Word of God. 
It was penned by man, but it was actually authored, okay? It was inspired and authored by God himself. So you have this book, which is actually a collection of books. It's 66 books that God has inspired um, different writers to write. And this book is divided into two, two big sections. You have the Old Testament, which is everything prior to Jesus. Uh, it's also called the Old Covenant. And then you have the New Testament or the New Covenant, and that's everything dealing with uh, the coming of Jesus, his birth, his life, and then um, kind of the life of the disciples and followers after Jesus' death. So this is their book of faith, okay? This is the Christian's book of faith that they go to for um, their core beliefs of Christianity. It's where they go to for how you should act as a follower of, of Christ, uh, how you should act as a Christian. Um, it's everything. So anything outside of the Bible they believe is from man or from someone else. So if it's not in the Bible, then it's not it's not Christian. Okay, so that's that's kind of the the core, I guess. That's the core, core foundation where Christians go to. Now, let's talk a little bit more about the Bible and about the Old Testament, again, which brings us kind of back to those origins of Christianity. So you have this Old Testament, which is really the Old Covenant, the original covenant that God made. So God tells man, look, I will be your God and I will protect you, and I'll provide for you as long as you are obedient, okay? If you, if you acknowledge that I'm God, and you obey my commands, and that's where you have the Ten Commandments, right, and these other laws that the, that, uh, the Hebrews and the Israelites were uh, following, he says that he'll protect them. He'll protect them from foreign uh, nations, from, from, you know, bad things happening, you know, being captive, all that stuff. He'll put his hand of protection on them as long as they are you know, treating him as the one and only God, not all these false gods that maybe some of their foreign neighbors were, were worshiping, um, and follow his commands. So that is that old covenant, that old, the Old Testament. Well, and the people, sometimes they follow, sometimes they don't, um, back and forth. But all along, there's this prophecy of this coming Messiah, this coming Savior, because what the people were realizing was that it was impossible for them to live a perfect, sinless life. They were constantly making mistakes, and they were constantly having to do sacrifices um, and get forgiveness for their sins because they just could not uphold the law. But prophets were saying, but one day there's a Messiah coming. There's going to be one that comes to save us all from our sins. Well, that prophesied Messiah is who we come to when we get to Jesus, when we get to the New Testament. So this gets into really the biggest critical part, the core belief of Christianity is Christ, is Jesus Christ, okay? So yes, there's other core beliefs, right? You got to believe in the one true God, um, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, but this is the one that really hinges everything on Christianity is your belief system around who Jesus really is. Um, there's other religions out there that may believe in Jesus, but they believe 
Jesus was different than what Christians believe. So that's why I'm saying this is really the key part of today's topic is really all about Jesus. Okay, so number one, who is Jesus? Number one, he is fully God. Okay, because some people believe, not Christians, but other religions believe that sure, maybe he was the son of God, but literally like the son of God, like he was born by God, but he was 100% human. So that's not accurate from the Christian viewpoint. Christians believe he was fully God. He was fully God before, right? Because he, he existed back in creation, but he comes to earth as the baby Jesus, right? Through the virgin birth of Mary, from Mary. So number one, he's fully God. Number two, he's also fully human. Again, the brain can't really comprehend that one. How do you, you know, it shouldn't be 50-50. No, it's fully everything, okay? And how? Because it's God, all right? So he's 100% God. He's also 100% human. It's important he's 100% human because he also is living uh, the human um, in human form so that he can feel what we feel. He can experience what we feel. And he can also ultimately be the sacrifice that all mankind needs, which will bring us to the third point of who Jesus is from the Christian standpoint, is he is the Messiah. He is the Savior. He is the one that was prophesied about in the Old Testament. All right, so he's the one that's living a perfect life. Again, you go back to uh, one of the core beliefs is that all humans have sinned, right? When sin entered the world, ever since then, humans sin. I've sinned, you have sinned. You tell a little lie, you have an impure thought, you get mad and you're angry and you say hurtful things or evil things about someone. Um, all these things are sins against God. So even one, even one, makes you a sinner, makes me a sinner. And one sin breaks the perfect relationship between us and God. Therefore, we need something to bridge that gap, which is Jesus, which is the Savior, which is the Messiah, okay? So in order for him to be the Savior, to be the Messiah, he has to be the perfect sacrifice, which means he has to live a sinless life, which he does. He never sins. How does he do that? Because yes, he's 100% human, but he's also what? Yes, that's right. He's also 100% God. That's how he's able to live a sinless life. All right, so now that we got that, what's the next part? Well, after he lives the sinless life, he's able to die for our sins, right? Because we can't die for our sins because we're sinful. So we needed a perfect sacrifice. Again, that's Jesus. So we believe that he died. He died for our sins. He died by crucifixion. Um, we're not going to get into all the details of the crucifixion and his persecution, but he dies on the cross and he dies for our sins. But that's not the end of the story. You also, as a Christian, must believe that he conquers death. How do you conquer death? Well, ultimately, you come back from the dead, right? You, he's resurrected on the third day. He comes back, and he shows that death has no power over him, that he is God and he can do whatever. So he comes back. He appears to hundreds of people to prove that he really was the Messiah. Okay, so 
I'm not going to get into all the details again about the resurrection, although I do have a podcast that talks about the resurrection in detail. Um, so if you want to know more about that and, and why you should even believe in the resurrection and why the resurrection is really important, in my opinion, it's the most important event that's ever happened in the history of the world. That's episode six. So go back and listen to episode six if you want a little bit more on that. All right. So that's really the key beliefs about Jesus, okay? If you're a Christian, those are critical parts. You can't just leave one of those out. You can't say, well, I believe he was fully God, but he wasn't fully human. Well, you got to believe he was also fully human because then he can't be the perfect sacrifice, all right? You can't say he's perfectly human without being perfectly God. You can't say that he lived a good life, but he sinned because then he's not the Messiah. You can't say he was a good prophet, like some religions say, because he's more than a prophet. He's the Savior. Um, you also must believe that he died, not that he almost died, but that he really did die. And then you can't believe that he just stayed dead, that he actually resurrected from the dead. So all those are critical, critical parts of Christianity. It all hinges on Christ. So that brings us to the New Testament, okay, that new covenant that I was telling you about. So once Jesus comes on the scene, you have this new covenant, this new promise, this new agreement, okay? That's, we also talk about covenants in some previous episodes. You can go back and listen to those. So this new covenant, this new agreement is now Jesus is on the scene, and it's now not about if you're obedient, I'll be your God and I'll protect you. The new covenant is here's Jesus, and he's come to die for everyone to have eternal life. All you have to do is have faith in him, believe that he really is the Messiah, and you'll be saved. That's it. No being bound by all these laws and these commitments. It's basically, you know what? If you'll love God, if you give your life to God, you trust your life, and you, you believe in him with all your heart, and you're living for him, then you know, he tells us that we were to love our neighbors and all these other things, but you're not bound by the law anymore. You're free from that because now salvation comes to you through the grace of God, but also through that faith in Jesus Christ. All right, so here's another key part of Christianity. You don't work your way to heaven. We've talked about religions that's all about these good deeds and good works, and you got to do this, and you got to do that, and if you don't do this, you don't do that, you're not getting to heaven. That's not the case for Christians. Christians, you can't earn your way to heaven. You can't pay your way to heaven. You can't do enough good deeds to get yourself to heaven. What do you do? Grace means something that you do not deserve. Okay, so God gives you the opportunity, gives you that grace through Faith, meaning you have faith that you've trusted your life to Jesus. You believe that he is not a Savior, not a Messiah, but he is the one true Messiah. He is the only way. Jesus says, I am the way, right? Not a way, but I'm the way. So you have to believe that he is the only way to God the Father. He's the only way to everlasting life. And you do that through your faith in him. All right, let's keep going. What about what happens in the end? Okay, so Christians believe in the end time, there's going to be the return of Jesus. So Jesus will come back at some point, 
whether we're still alive or maybe it's after we're all dead and everybody listening to this podcast is dead. But hopefully the podcast lives on, right? This podcast will live forever, hopefully outlive me. So maybe, yeah, one day you're listening to this podcast during the return of Christ. That'd be kind of neat. Um, so if you're listening to this during the return of Christ, hey, you better pay attention, all right? All right, so Christ comes back, and he's coming back for his followers, for his believers. Um, now, there's all different beliefs about how this occurs, whether there's a rapture, whether there's not, you know, there's tribulations. We're not getting all the details of the end times in this podcast. I may do that in another podcast, but ultimately, Jesus comes back, and it's the judgment, okay? So he's coming back for one final one final hoorah, the final battle, where he defeats Satan, he defeats uh, Satan's army, he casts them all in the lake of fire, and he establishes his new kingdom. All right, so if we live to see that, great. If not, if we die before that, here's the key parts of Christianity. Again, one of the key parts, I think, of any religion is you need to know what that belief system believes when you actually die, okay? Because we're all going to die at some point. Well, Christians believe that we all have a spirit within us that will outlive, our these, will outlive these bodies. So when our bodies are dead, we have a spirit that lives on. Now, what happens to that spirit? Well, God says, after death comes judgment. So at some point, after we die, again, we're not going to get into if that happens immediately, if there's some rest period, or we wait till the second coming of Christ. But ultimately, once you're dead, you are going to be before God in judgment. And only, only those that have trusted their life to Jesus get to spend eternal life with God and with Jesus in heaven. Everybody else is eternally separated from God. Doesn't matter if you lived a good life. You know, all these other religions are, if you're a pretty good person, you get here, you get to heaven, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's only the wicked, wicked, wicked to go to hell. That's not the case with Christianity. The distinction is, did you trust Jesus with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul? Did you follow him? Did you believe in him? Did you commit your life to him? If you've trusted your life to Jesus, you've accepted these things that we talked about, he says you're saved and you get to spend eternity with him in heaven. Those that did not believe in him, those that did not trust Jesus will be separated from him. Now look, Here's the big deal. There is no second chance. There is no amount of prayers that your family or whoever still stuck behind praying for you to get out of some holding place into heaven or out of hell into heaven. That's not going to happen. Or it's not going to be you're in hell and you realize you made the mistake, so God gives you a second chance. Nowhere in the Bible does it ever say that. And what did I say earlier? Christians believe in the Bible. Anything outside the Bible is not from God. In the Bible, it never talks about getting a second chance. It never talks about people praying you out of hell or out of a holding place and into heaven. All right, you get one shot on earth, and then comes the judgment. It's pretty big, all right? So I hope you understand that. Now, 
Again, there's so much to talk about in this podcast, but I'm trying to keep these podcasts under 30 minutes. Uh, we'll talk about more specifics of these beliefs and core systems again throughout the podcast. I've already talked about some of these in previous podcasts, and we'll talk about more later. But I do want to hit on this before we wrap this podcast up. So what's the big deal? Now that this is the end of my cults and world religion series, what's the big deal? What's the big takeaway? Okay, so I've presented all this truth to you about these other religions right? Their belief systems, what they believe, what, you know, where they came from, who are the key figures. All right, great. Great. You have all this information. What do you do with it? This is a Christian podcast. So obviously I believe in Christianity. I believe it is the, the way. Um, why? Well, I just believe from my own experiences, from my own studies and from my own personal Uh, relationship with Jesus Christ, that it is the way, it is the correct way. But let me, and and evidence, okay, so I've talked about apologetics and the resurrection and the evidence that just stands behind Jesus, all right, so that there's evidence there as well. Now, I'm going to throw out another one that you've, that I've not talked about on a podcast before. It's something called Pascal's Wager. It's very interesting, okay, so especially since we're wrapping up these other religions, Pascal was a philosopher, Christian philosopher. Now, his, his wager is a lot more detailed than what I'm going to say. I'm just going to put it in kind of simple man's terms. But he says, okay, let's say it's the end of the world, right? It's the end times. What if you're right? What if you're wrong? So let's run through this worst case scenario type deal. All right, so let's say that you have done everything you possibly can to be a Christian. You chose Christianity as the one truth religion. Okay, so you, you live a good life, you, you, you don't give in to the world and the worldly pleasures, and you, you try to live a good Christian life. At the end of the time, you know, you die, you're standing before God, and let's just say it wasn't right, it was a different religion or whatever. Maybe there is no God. What's the worst case scenario? What happens? What if one of these other religions are right, and what if you are wrong? Run that through your head. Well, all these other religions... Guys, if you were living a pretty good life, which you will be if you're a Christian, if you're following Christ, you're living a pretty, quote-unquote, good life, meaning you have morals, you have values, you're trying to do good, you're, you're helping others, you're loving others, you're not out killing and murdering and, you know, living the ways of, of wicked people, all right? And all those other religions, you either, A, you, ex- you cease to exist, B, you're reincarnated into somebody better than you are today, because you lived a good life, or C, you end up in some type of heaven, some type of paradise, some, some really good place. Now, do you get to the highest level? No, but you get to a really good place. All right, what if you're right? What if all these other religions are wrong? So let's flip the script. If you choose another religion other than Christianity and you're wrong, what happens? Well, Christians say only Christians go to heaven. Everyone else is separated from God forever. Eternal damnation, hell. That's a lot to risk. So just from a standpoint of risk-reward, are you willing to risk it all, your whole eternity, everything. It is a massive, massive 
wager. You are pushing all the chips in and you're saying that I'm giving my everything to this one particular religion or maybe belief in no religion. Maybe you choose to be agnostic or atheist. You're saying that you're willing to risk all that and spend eternity, not not just a few years, eternity in hell for a handful of years here on earth. Or, Or one of these other religions, you're saying this is going to be right. If you just look at the risk reward, the Pascal's wager, what if you're right versus what if you're wrong? Christianity is the only safe play, which is awesome to know that not only is all the faith, all the belief system, every, all the evidence, everything lines up for Christianity, but you even get the odds in your favor. I mean, it's the safest bet in the world. It wins every time. Who wouldn't make that wager? I'm not a betting man, but if I was, right, like this is the safest bet. So guys, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that hard. What am I risking? Is it worth it? Is the risk reward really worth my eternity? Where I'm going to spend eternity? Because guys, we're going to die. Where do you spend eternity? Again, as I wrap this up, man, I am 100% confident in Christianity. I'm 100% confident in Jesus. I hope you come to that same conclusion. And as always, guys, if you have questions, if you need to talk about this or whatever, you can reach out to me. My email is in the podcast show notes, so please uh, shoot me an email. I'll get back to you. But I appreciate you listening to the podcast. Hope this was beneficial. And as always, man, if you're more interested in Christianity or these other religions, do your own homework, right? Do your own homework. All right, guys, I love you, and I will see you guys in the next podcast. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no.